0: Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about the best foods of all time, the healthiest foods of all time. And ultimately, that would be fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. And, but we will give you other options because when people think of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, they think if I'm going to have a salad three meals a day, that's not what I want. Uh, the furthest thing from the truth is, is that because once you understand that the healthy foods are the most tasty foods, in my opinion, you're going to just go nuts And say, why did I ever waste my time on silly things like hamburgers to go or french fries? And you're going to realize that there's so many better, healthier tasting foods out there that are better for you. And you feel so much better when you take them in too. Um, Mushrooms are great. I'm going to talk about mushrooms a little later, but I do want to cover that in case I forget. Uh, Mushrooms have something in it called beta-glucan. And beta-glucan is so important for the immune system. And so when we, we're concerned about, obviously, immune, immunity, and the, I, I see posts all the time on social media. Why are no doctors talking about building up the immune system? And I many times respond, and I'll just send them links to our shows that we've done. That's what we've been talking about for 30 years now, It's building up that immune system, keeping the body strong. So if you are exposed to toxic chemicals um, or, or, or viruses, germs, or bacteria, your body has a much better chance to beat it. So... Um, Mushrooms are great, too. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, iron, one of the issues that people have with iron is that uh, they'll, they'll say, well, Dr. Joe, I, if I, how can I get iron if I don't eat animal products? Well, what happens is there's two types of iron, heme and non-heme. Heme iron uh, comes from animal protein, uh, animal, and it's blood. Heme means blood. Hematologist is somebody who works with blood. Non-heme iron is iron that comes from a non-animal source, non-blood source. And so what happens is if you take the non-heme iron, nature has provided in fruits and vegetables to have vitamin C available. So vitamin C and non-heme iron are easily absorbed and solves the problem. I donate blood every chance I can. In fact, I've been trying to donate blood forever. And I keep getting these these posts from these blood collection services. Oh, please come see us. We need your blood. And I want to, but they're all booked up. Every time I go to make an appointment, they're booked up. So I'm glad people are donating. Um, But what happens is, uh, with men and postmenopausal women, we sometimes build up too much iron. And too much iron can actually oxidize the low density lipoproteins in, in your cholesterol and, and, and increase your risk of hardening the arteries. And so one of the things we can do as men and postmenopausal women is to donate blood. But you're going to get plenty of iron from eating fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, so you don't have to worry about I'm going to go too low in iron. okay. So what I want you to consider when it comes to eating the healthiest diet in the world, is that we, our, our spending patterns are so messed up in the United States. The average U.S. household spends most of their food budget, nearly 18%, on refined grains, followed by sugar and candy, which is 14%. So we're spending most of our money on really bad foods. The next highest category is red meat, and followed by frozen uh, or refrigerated entrees and beverages. Nowhere. In the top places that we spend money are raw fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, which should be most of our diet, most of our, our income being spent on it. Uh, Americans spend less than 5% of their food budget on green leafy vegetables and uh, fruits and vegetables. Other vegetables make oh, other vegetables make up 4% uh, uh, of what they spend and fruits about 6%. But 0.5%, I'm sorry, is on green leafy vegetables. Um, and that's what we should be making most of our diet consist of. So it's not that shoppers are spending less than they should on food in general. They spend 17% of our food shopping dollars on refined grains, which again is just essentially pure sugar. USDA recommends spending less than 1% on sugar. We're spending 17%. And we're, we're just spending our money in the wrong places. And a lot of people are concerned. They say, well, Dr. Joe, eating healthy is so expensive. It's the exact opposite. Let's look at some of the really poor countries or countries that don't necessarily have access to all the grocery store foods that we have. What are they eating? They're not eating a lot of meats because meats are expensive. They are eating a lot of fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. Now, as a a country becomes a little more wealthy, they'll start doing more refined carbohydrates, the breads and the cakes and the cookies, not a good idea. But if I look back on my culture, I'm half Italian, half German, you know, things like pasta fazool, which was beans and tomato sauce with a little bit of pasta, and I remember Sunday dinners with my grandparents, and my father came from a family of 10 kids, so I don't even know how many Espositos I'm related to. I mean, there's so many of us right now. But we would eat a little bit of meat, a little bit of pasta. And if you go to Italy, they're not eating these big bowls of pastas like at these, uh, you know, buy one, get one free restaurants that they have now. Take one home because it's, it's pasta because it's cheap. A little bit of pasta, a little bit of meat. What's the rest? Vegetables. And so if you don't know what to eat, on my website, drjoe.com, I've written a book called Eating Right for the Health of It. And the first half of the book tells you how to change your diet. You know, what to eat, breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks, basically a menu laid out. The second half of the book is well over 200 recipes. So it's a really good guide. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, type in, so what can I eat? And I did a whole hour lecture for you guys on breakfast, lunches, dinner, snacks. I'm, I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing this show, giving you as much information as I can to eat the best foods possible. And you're going to save so much money. Here's a little thing you can do. Go to a restaurant, cover up the meals, look at the prices. Inevitably, I've never, had, I've never seen it any other way. The cheapest thing on the menu is the le- least toxic on the menu. I won't say the healthiest because sometimes it's not healthy, but it's least toxic. So the least expensive thing on the menu is always the best. And the foods of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds are so cheap. Uh, beans and rice are crazy cheap. Uh, you can do that if you wanted to. Uh, again, if you're having trouble digesting it, you might want to try Dr. Joe's Digestive Enzymes. So it's really just a matter of choice and understanding what you need to put in your body. So I'm just going to rapid fire a bunch of things right now because I want to get as much as I can done. I've got way too much to cover. Uh, avocados are great. They're relatively inexpensive. You, some, many times you get them two, two for a dollar. Uh, if you eat a half an avocado or an avocado a day, um, that's pretty cool. Now, avocados are fruit, but they're really low in sugar and they're high in good fats, and they're loaded with fiber, and they also have a lot of potassium in them, and it helps balance out what's called the sodium-potassium ratio. So let me explain to you what the, what the uh, sodium-potassium ratio is. In your nervous system, again, as a chiropractor, I'm very concerned about your nervous system. We're not plugged into a wall. We have to generate electricity. And we generate electricity be- with sodium and potassium. And what happens is one is inside the cell, one is outside the cell, and they switch back and forth. And when they switch back and forth, they generate what's called a nerve, an action potential. And that creates electricity. So if we have too much sodium in our body, it can throw off the action potential, which is the the nervous system's capability to generate electricity. So that's why eating a lot of fruits and vegetables is going to give you the other nutrients that you need for the body to work properly. And so avocados might be a real good choice for that. And again, B vitamins, folic acid. Um, So the other thing that's really great about avocados is they don't use a lot of pesticides on them, and you don't eat the shell. So you're going to take this, the skin or the shell off anyway, and so you're don't you you're much less risk of eating pesticides as you would, let's say, eating lettuce, which is going to be sprayed with t- toxic chemicals, and then you're going to eat it. So eating fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds is great. If you're going to eat not eat the skin, you're probably okay not having to go organic. If you're going to eat the whole thing like lettuce, you definitely want to go organic. But whenever you buy a fruit and vegetable, nut or seed, whether you eat the skin or not, make sure you wash it. Because even like, say, watermelon, you buy a non-organic watermelon, uh, when you cut into it, you're going to be pushing those chemicals or viruses, germs, bacteria into what you're going to be eating. So just wash it with some soap and water. Get a dish. You know, I hope you have a sponge in your sink. Just wash it with soap and water and a sponge. You're going to rinse it off anyway. It's dish soap. It's not, no big deal. Um, but that's really important to do with uh, anything that you're going to, if you're not going to eat the skin or the shell, make sure you peel it off. I want to talk about garlic for a second. Why? Because I'm Italian and I have to. Uh, I grow garlic in my garden. It grows really easily and it's wonderful. It keeps bugs away. Uh, It grows simple and it's so healthy for you. Garlic is loaded with calcium, phosphorus, selenium, B6, uh, vitamin C. It's good for your bones. It helps your thyroid gland. And it also has a lot of sulfur in it. Now, sulfur is really important um, because it helps build joints. Uh, We live stream a lot of our shows and usually at the breaks, we'll take questions from our live streams. And somebody had a question about their knees. And what happens is cartilage needs sulfur to build up. And garlic is a great source of sulfur. So garlic and onions are really good for that. Uh, It also has something called oligosaccharides, uh, arginine-rich proteins. Arginine can open up the blood vessels and increase circulation. Selenium is really important. Um, uh, Years ago, I started seeing just a few gray hairs. So what I did is I did something called a hair analysis. We do it at our offices. And we did a little hair analysis, and I found I was selenium deficient. I started taking selenium, no more gray hair. Now, I don't know if that's going to work for you. I have no idea, but for me, it worked really well. But garlic's a great source of selenium. It also helps reduce inflammation. It can reduce the risk of osteoarthritis and other diseases associated with inflammation. Uh, it can boost the immune system. It's antibiotic, antifungal, uh, and antibacterial, antifungal, and antiviral. So garlic is really helped, great for helping the immune system. It can improve cardiovascular health and circulation. And it's toxic to six, 14 different types of cancer cells, including brain cell, lung, breast, gastric, and pancreatic. So there's really no downside to garlic except two. Number one, it gives you bad breath. So we solve that very easily by eating parsley. If you eat garlic and then eat a big handful of parsley, parsley has a lot of chlorophyll in it, and that chlorophyll can bind to the stinky part of the, the garlic and prevent it from being absorbed. It can also cause some digestive discomforts. And so what I want you to do is if you're going to eat garlic, just eat a little bit at a time. If you're okay with it, just eat more. Uh, But there's a lot of research now that they're using things like garlic on drug-resistant bacteria because we've created these drugs and the bacteria morph. Okay, they evolve. And then we create another drug and it evolves and another drug it evolves. And I've done shows on superbugs already uh, like MRSA and things like that. And so it's not responding to drugs. So now what do we do? So now we're going back to old school and looking at things like garlic that may be able to be useful in these drug-resistant bacteria. Uh, if you sprout your foods, that's really good. Um, I was in an a Asian grocery store the other day uh, in Atlanta. There's a place called Buford Highway and they've got some really cool grocery stores down there. And they've got so many sprouts that they sell and so many Asian foods have sprouts in them uh, because a lot of old wives tales or uh, you know, old myths that we had actually are true uh, because the old, uh, we didn't have a lot of medicine at a, you know, at a certain time in, in our evolution. And so we experimented with foods, uh, things like Ayurveda. Ayurveda is the study of me- uh, food as medicine from India. Uh, in China, we had a lot of herbs. And before a lot of these drugs were created, they, people used natural herbs to heal. Now, sometimes it didn't work. I'll grant you that. But why not just add the things, this knowledge, uh, ancient knowledge to modern knowledge, and combine the two to get the best of all worlds? So sprouts are something you might want to consider adding to your diet. Uh, When you sprout something, has a lot of nutrients in it. That's why we use uh, in our super greens, wheatgrass, barleygrass, and alfalfa grass. It's a very early sprouted grasses because they're loaded with nutrients. Super, super, super foods. Uh, Mushrooms, I talked about those a little earlier. Um, There's an antioxidant. uh, It's called ergotheanine. And a lot of scientists are calling this like the master antioxidant. Now, antioxidants fight free radicals. Free radicals are like Pac-Man. They eat through things. Waka, 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 waka. And so you need antioxidants to neutralize the free radicals. And mushrooms uh, have this ergothioneine, And it's, it's, there's a study in uh, Nature magazine. And it's, uh, it's fairly exclusive to mushrooms. It's not like we can get it other places. It's an unusual sulfur-containing derivative of an amino acid uh, called histidine. And it works really well to protect the DNA in your cells from oxidative damage. Now, mushrooms also have something called vitamin D, but it's vitamin D2, not vitamin D3. So it has to be converted into vitamin D3. So it's just another bonus of mushrooms. There's immunosuppressive agents in there. It can be beneficial to help with cancer treatments. And uh, we talked about the beta-glucan earlier. uh, Very important for the immune system. And as we talk about trying to get our bodies healthy, especially with COVID, and there's going to be other viruses, folks. There's going to be other uh, diseases out there. Why don't we just do everything we can to build our immune system? If you're eating things like alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener, you're weakening the immune system. If you're eating things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, mushrooms, Dr. Joe's super essential source, vitamin D, uh, glutathione, you're building the immune system. So my statement that I said years ago still holds true. You have to eat anyway. Why not eat good foods? And once you start experiencing these amazingly delicious foods that are out there, you're going to go, yeah, you know, I sure could go for a piece of carrot cake with cream cheese frosting. But you know what? If I eat a mango, I'm going to feel just as satisfied. It's not going to taste as good going down. But you'll feel just as satisfied. And it's not going to cause those cravings. And it's not going to blow out your immune system. So just start thinking, how can I get better? And the secret to the healthiest foods in the world is get the unhealthy foods out of the house. Every day in our offices, patients come in, couples, and it's usually the men bringing the women, which is interesting. And the men will bring the women and say, listen, I've been telling her to come see you, Dr. Joe, forever. Now she's here. And then I sit down with the women and I'll say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get the nervous system working properly through chiropractic care. We're going to get the digestive system working properly. We may have to adjust your stomach, pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, massage the colon to get it to come out of spasm. Um, We get you on a good diet. We get you on supplements. And then I look at the husband and I'll say, and you got to do this too. And 100% of the time, the spouse says, I'll do whatever it takes to get them well. And so, not only are we affecting one person's life, we're affecting everyone's life. But the rule I have for households is you got to get the bad food out of the house. Because if it's in the house, you're going to eat it 100% of the time. Other things, we're talking about the healthiest foods in the world right now. Kale is great. Now, kale is not fun, it's pretty boring. Um, If you get baby kale and put it in a salad, it's okay. Um, I like kale chips. If you take kale and uh, you put it in an air dryer, you put it and you dry it out and uh, you just put a little salt and pepper on it, some olive oil, kind of rub the olive oil into it, kind of break it up a little bit. I love kale chips, but again, that's cooked. So kale is a superfood. It's wonderful. Not the biggest fan of it, I'll be honest with you, but just telling you what's great. Uh, Spinach is great too. Uh, Collard greens, kind of like kale, uh, similar in nutritional value. Uh, when you make collard greens, though, just be careful. Don't add ham to it and toxic chemicals and smoked meats to it because then you're taking something that was healthy and just ruined it. Now, when I went to plant-based diets, I, I went to a lot of my family recipes, and I just took a lot of the animal proteins out of, out of it. Like, for example, uh, I wanted pesto one day. Now, we didn't eat a lot. Of, we didn't eat pesto at home ever, as a matter of fact. Um, my family was from uh, Naples, and so pesto is not one of the ne- ne- Napolitan foods, really. So when I moved out on my own, I, I started experimenting with different Italian foods, and I found pesto, and I really liked it. But then when I went vegan, when I gave up all my animal proteins, I said, I wonder if I could make pesto and leave the cheese out. And you know what? It tasted just fine. You didn't need the cheese. It was fine all by itself. So you can take healthy meals and just, you know, go veganize it, but make it a healthy version of it, and it's just as good. And you can say, "Oh, I like my collard greens without the ham." You know what? It's just as good as it is with the ham. Trust me on that one. Uh, tomatoes are great. They're they're loaded with phytochemicals. I grow a lot of tomatoes in my garden because I like tomatoes. I like the cherry tomatoes because they grow fast and they're really sweet. But there's all different types of tomatoes: beefsteak tomatoes, uh, 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 campari tomatoes, and tomatoes are a high concentration of something called lycopene, and that's uh, found in uh, uh, tomatoes and also watermelon. Anything that's pink or red in color. And lycopene's antioxidant activity uh, is one of the most powerful antioxidants there are. And with tomatoes, this is kind of a twist, the lycopene is more available, bioavailable, if you cook it. So I'm not saying don't eat raw tomatoes. I love my tomato salad. And when my tomatoes come in, it's like tomatoes every day. I just can't stop eating them. Um, But if you cook it in a tomato sauce, that's good too. Now, in my book, Eating Right for the Health of It, I have my secret recipe for my, my, my father's tomato sauce. And it's, I think it's the best tomato sauce in the world. I've tried many others and I'd love to be, I, I think I'm being objective in my analysis. I think it's the best one out there, but it's in there. Uh, cauliflower just made this big emergence, like suddenly out of nowhere, cauliflower is everywhere. Uh, I was at a dinner uh, a couple of months ago with Garrett, my marketing director and my, my producer. And um, we went to a steakhouse and I always laugh because everybody wants to take me out to dinner and they want to take me to a steakhouse. I don't know Why? um and so i ordered uh, they had roasted cauliflower i said to the waiter i said i don't need animal products he goes how about our roasted cauliflower spectacular i said perfect and this huge head of cauliflower comes out and it has sauce on it. maybe it's tahini sauce i don't even know It was spectacular and everybody else said this little tiny piece of dead animal little piece of steak there and um, they're all looking at my meal and they're going that looks really good And i let everybody try it and like, oh my gosh this is spectacular cheapest thing on the menu tastiest thing on the menu so there's no reason not to do that uh, onions are great too. Onions um, have something in it called quercetin. Now, a lot of people ask me questions about uh, allergies. Quercetin is a natural anti inflammatory, and it's found in things like onions. So, onions are great. Onions can help lower your risk of prostate cancer, breast cancer, ovarian cancer, colorectal cancer, esophageal cancer, renal cancer. So, onions are great, raw cooked. Um, I'm not a big fan of the raw onions. You know, if they're sweet onions, they're okay, but onions can be a little, little harsh for me um but onions are spectacular once again if you have bad breath from onions parsley works really well just have a couple of handfuls of parsley i think you'll be pretty happy with the results um and again brushing your teeth works but what happens is when these these you know garlic and onions gets into the colon what happens is uh it gets absorbed through the blood system the smell the the gases get absorbed into the blood system and when they get into the blood system they're the gases are then exchanged in the lungs and those gases then come out through your lungs And so eating, uh, brushing your teeth really doesn't help that too much. Now, we talked in the past about uh, bad breath, and I'll go off on a tangent here for you for a second. Um, With bad breath, if it smells like potty, if it's potty breath, you want to consider a digestive issue. You may be having issues with um, food rotting in your colon. Acid reflux will do that. There's also a valve between your small and large intestine called the ileocecal valve. And if that valve gets stuck closed, food can back up In your small intestine, you get constipation. If it's stuck open, it can pass from the small intestine to the large intestine quickly, and that can cause diarrhea. But many times I find when we adjust somebody's stomach, pull the stomach away from the diaphragm, we adjust the ileocecal valve, we adjust the nerves in the low back because the nerves in the low back control the digestive system, and then we get their diet straightened out, that potty breath goes away. And it's not something that's going to go away brushing your teeth because, again, it's coming from the guts, giving off gases, being absorbed into the blood system, then exchanging in lungs, and then coming out through your mouth. So uh, you might want to consider that. So if you have that potty breath, don't think it's just bad breath. I want you to consider that it's actually something wrong. There's, it's, it's a warning sign that there's something not, not good in your body. Uh, so today we're talking about the healthiest foods in the world. And it's really simple. Again, I've got tons, tons more. I'm not going to have a lot of time. I've only got about four or five more minutes left. Um, artichokes, If you've never had my artichokes, which a lot of you haven't, um, we did a, I think it's on Facebook, we have a video on Facebook of how to make my artichokes. Um, It's my grandmother's recipe, and it's just amazing. I've been to restaurants, high-end restaurants, fancy restaurants, cruise ship, not cruise ships, I don't think I've had artichokes there. Um, Anyway, I've tried artichokes at other places, nothing is even a fraction as good as the artichokes I make. Artichokes are pretty cheap, $2, $3 a piece. Um, but once you make them, you stuff them, and you, you do it with uh, Grandma Esposito's recipe, you're going to, like, lose your mind, and you'll never eat another artichoke again except the ones you make. But they're really filling as well, and so artichokes are wonderful because they help fill you up, uh, and they're fun foods, and I enjoy fun foods. A couple of weeks ago, I went out with a bunch of friends of mine, and we went to a, a, a Asian hot pot place. And you actually had a, you cooked it yourself. I, 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 gave you a, I gave Garrett a video of that, too. Yeah, so we'll post that soon. Um, and it was fun because you got to cook your own food. He gave you a vegetable broth, and it was all vegetables. You boiled them up and seasoned them and everything. And it's just a fun meal. And I like fun meals. And artichokes are one of those fun foods that you just can eat and have fun and enjoy and make a sloppy mess with it. But I really want you to consider artichokes. Uh, a quick meal, because people always ask me, what's a quick meal? A bag of frozen organic peas. Bag of organic frozen peas, boil them up and heat them up. Uh, I will put some olive oil, some nutritional yeast, salt and pepper and like Italian seasoning, like oregano and some garlic maybe, and just mix it up and eat it. It takes seconds to make this, kind of like a casserole. It's filling, it tastes amazing, incredibly inexpensive. And there's no downside to it. High in fiber, high in vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. So if you did something as simple as that, I guess I should make a, a video on that. I guess I got to do that because it's really simple and I, I forget. And uh, my life is so easy. And Sierra reminds me sometimes, she goes, people want to see your lifestyle. They want to know what you're doing every single day. And that's one of the things I, I guess I just need to do. Uh, we just did a video the other day on social media on how to clean a mango. A lot of people don't even know how to clean a mango, so I did it. it takes It's probably a 35-second video, but really simple things. So when you start eating healthy, it's so much quicker, so much easier, so much cheaper. You'll feel better. You'll lose weight. You'll have more energy. Your love life improves. Uh, your breath will freshen. Your eyes will spark. Your hair will shine. There's no downside to eating a healthy diet. I cannot give you one thing that I could say, I wouldn't do this because of this now some of the other things again i've been eating plant-based diet for years some of the things uh do taste good i remember that meatball sandwiches with provolone cheese on a nice italian bread i remember they taste good but once you get healthy once you start realizing that this is so easy and you feel so good you'll easily give that up and I, well, my challenge is just do it for two weeks. And I do this a lot on a lot of my radio shows. And then people, when we do a call-in show, people call in and say, all right, Dr. Joe, I took your two-week challenge. And I don't know what they're saying. They're calling in live. So what happened? Oh, my gosh. Why didn't I do this sooner? It was amazing. Blah, blah, blah. People go on and on and on. They just start you know, gloating over how amazing it is and why didn't they do it sooner. So if you want to learn what to eat, go to our website, drjoe.com, type in, so what can I eat? Uh, my first book I wrote, Eating Right for the Health of It, a great guide on what to eat. My second book, Prescription for Extreme Health, is an exceptional book as well, so you might want to consider getting both of them. Um, if you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. Again, the ultimate foods I would consider, Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, minimum supplements everybody should be taking every day. They taste great. They're on the website, drjoe.com as well. If you want to make an appointment to come see us, I think you should. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, you've ever been in a car accident, the car was damaged, you were damaged 100% of the time. Uh, uh, Radiating pain, muscle weakness, stop suffering needlessly. We have patients come from all over the world to come see us, and they say, why didn't I do this sooner? Why don't my doctors in my country know what you do here? Well, I don't know. I've even had offers to teach in other medical schools around the world. I just don't have time to do it. But if you want to make an appointment, you can do it right online, drjoe.com. Usually it's 375 for the first visit. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, next visit, going over your x-rays, doing your nutritional evaluation. Right now it's 149. You can do all that on the website, drjoe.com. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on a WSB radio app.